you feel the pressure to show up for your community and or audience? And if so, how are you dealing with that pressure? Hello and welcome back to the uncertain times. That they are. You know, I was just thinking to myself. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I was like, you know, I hope years from now we can look back and just be like, Oof. Like, if nothing else, if nobody watches these or listens to this. Oh, you we'll, meant about specifically yes, about this? I just oh, mean okay. we'll have documented what it yeah. was like to kind of navigate the bumpy road of this Corona times. Uh, pandemic. Uh, by the way, I'm Jason Zook. And I'm Caroline Zook. We run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring coaching program. I called it a membership all of last episode, and we haven't called That's it a membership in a long time. actually not what it but is, but... Who cares? We're not, here <laughs> to, we're not here to sell you on the things that we uh, are doing. We're here to talk to you about how we're working through and really just getting through coronavirus. We also run an online course platform called Tea Tree, which we will mention um, a bit in, in one of Caroline's little parts of this. But... Uh, that leads me like right into Go the right thing I wanted it. to start with this. I, I'm just sitting back watching you do your thing. Great, thanks. How am I doing? Great. Um, cute. The uh, so I've been doing a bunch of one-on-one -on -one calls, ton of emails with people, and Slack messages in our community. And and the thing that I have said over and over to people, which I wanted to say in this second episode of the Uncertain Times, is this is your first pandemic. This is our first pandemic. This is my first pandemic. And there are no roadmaps. There are no rules. There are no best practices. There is no article that you can read that will walk you through how to get through a pandemic. And I think just sitting with that for a second and acknowledging that, I think it's a big step for a lot of people, myself included. Every time I start to think about how bad it's going right now, how many people are suffering, how many people are sick, I mean, just all of that, and then just wondering like, what am I supposed to do? I just keep telling myself, this is my first pandemic. I, I don't know exactly what to do and that's okay. I was talking, Jason brought this up to me on one of our daily walks, our social distanced walks. Um, and I had just listened to, Brene Brown has a new podcast called Unlocking Us, which I really enjoy. I just, there's something about Brene Brown's voice. She's got that husky Texas. She's got Texas, that Texas yeah, thing that just makes me feel like yeah, mom, yeah. like it's gonna be okay. Everyone's mom. Everyone's mom. And, um, but like a cool mom, you know, like a cool, vulnerable mom. Stop it. If you say cool mom, you're not a cool mom. Just so you know. I'm a cool mom. Nope. Not how it um, works. So I've been listening to her and her very first episode was the title just said FFT. And I was like, what does this mean? Well, quickly into the episode, you find out what FFT stands for, which cover your ears. If you have small children nearby, there will be an expletive coming in three, two, one fucking first time. Yeah. That's what it stands yeah. for. And it just means like any time that you're doing something new for the very first time, you get super uncomfortable. You feel out of your depth. You feel out of your comfort zone. It can bring up a lot of emotions like anger or like shame or any like sort of um, negative thought pattern that you have because it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. And so she's like the very first like way to combat that is to just be able to name it and go, oh, the reason I'm feeling this way is because I'm in an FFT. Yeah. And so when you were telling me about this, of like, this is all our first pandemic, I was like, it's an FFT. Like, we all feel weird and uncertain because we don't know how to navigate this because there are no roadmaps. And it's the same way that you would feel of starting anything new. It was just completely out of your depth. So that was something interesting. So if you like that concept, I definitely recommend the first episode of her podcast. The second thing that I thought about when you were talking about this notion is that there comes a moment where you have to realize, yes, everything is uncertain right now. And I think a lot of people, like you said, are looking for the article or the person who's going to tell them 
how to manage this crisis better, how to do it right. None of us can do that. And it's kind of a moment of uh, like reckoning where you have to go, shoot, like that makes me feel really weird because nobody actually can tell me how to move forward. I have to, I have to be the one to like rescue myself kind of yeah. thing. And yes, that takes moments to process, but then you also realize now you have the power. And also on the back end of that, to give yourself compassion for you're not going to make all the perfect decisions, yeah. but you are going to have to make decisions. And so the sooner you can do that and trust yourself and just move forward um, and make the best call that you feel in your gut is the right thing to move forward with, I think that's the best that you can do. Just don't hoard toilet paper is basically that's, what we're saying. Yes, don't hoard, hoard toilet paper. Just don't hoard toilet paper. Uh, okay, so let's move on to uh, talking about where our focus has shifted in work stuff. And so we touched on this in the last episode, but if you didn't listen to that, we'll just catch you up. So like I said, we we run an unboring coaching program, which is Wandering Aimfully, and we have monthly paying members, which is why I tend to just think of it as a membership because that's a really easy way to describe it. And then we have Teachery, this online course platform. And basically the way that our work separates is I run all of that administrative stuff for Wandering Aimfully. I run the Slack community. I answer all the emails. Uh, I do the majority of that part of it. You're sort of like, if we operations. had to, operations, yeah. if we had to, we, we, there's quite a bit of overlap. If we yeah, had yeah, to yeah. define it, yeah. you're more operations. Yeah. And you are the CFO, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Great know joke, babe. how much money is in any of our bank accounts? I have a spreadsheet that I can look at that tells me how much right. money. Uh, which is fine. Anyway. Uh, so you are doing all of our monthly curriculums. So you do that. And then you also do our social, which is really just Instagram. Let's just be honest. And so that's kind of where the work separates for the two of us with Wandering Aimfully. But with all of what's going on right now, we definitely are still doing our monthly coaching. I mentioned that last uh, the last episode of this and, and someone left a, left a comment. They're like, oh, I'm thinking about joining, but now I'm not sure. Like, are you guys still doing it? 100% every month doing it for the rest of this year. We're just, as we mentioned in last episode, we're cutting back on outward marketing of yeah. that program. Yeah. Everything that is internal, doing the coaching programs, doing the Slack support, helping people, which... I think community is like a really big thing that people are leaning on right now. And we're seeing it even in our own community is like people are very grateful to have a place where they can go and just share their uncertainty and brainstorm ideas together. So for any of you guys watching right now, yes, we absolutely are continuing our coaching program. We're just kind of shifting our focus from any outward marketing we would do to try to get new members to tea tree. Yeah. So basically what we talked about specifically as to like what we're doing in as week to week goes is you've been asking on our walks, like, sh should I be posting something on social? Like, I feel like, especially I think anybody out there who's watching this that might be a coach or a teacher or leads a community or just anybody that anybody else looks up to in any light whatsoever. Which is probably anyone who's trying to build an online business because if you are, you're trying to build an audience. So anyone that has an audience, yeah. you would probably be thinking the same thing that we're thinking right now, which is, do I need to be showing up like on social, do I need to be, like you feel this pressure to, that people are looking to you for what your response is going to be. Yeah, and I, I feel like we could easily come up with a bunch of willy, really well brand, willy, with some willies, we could come up with some willies. Uh, we could easily come up with some really well branded Instagram content, stories, things to try and help people, to try and coach them through these uncertain times. But honestly, every time we think about it, we're just like, it's, that's probably not the most important thing to have in someone's feed right now. And it's not the thing that we want to spend time on right now. That's the bigger thing for me. So 
as you guys know watching this or maybe if you're new around here i'm the more sensitive one of our crew it's something that i have been on a journey to understand about myself to become very self-aware about i have high anxiety i'm a highly sensitive person and so for me anytime that i am going to especially if i'm in a phase where i'm feeling more anxious which obviously i am right now given all everything that's happening the question that i always ask myself is like I mean, to put it in simple terms, you have to put on your oxygen mask first. So I'm always like, am I giving from a place of overflow? Like, have I taken care of myself so well that I can show up and lead people? And if the answer is, I, I don't think so, like I still need to take care of myself first, then I'm, I'm going to make sure that that's my top priority. So every time I go to think about being on social and offering people solutions or offering, offering like advice or things like that, I'm kind of like, you know what? My priorities are screwed up. Like I can't offer great help to people and be a good leader and be a good guide if I don't take care of myself first. And so these past basically like going on three weeks now, I've just been really trying to take care of myself first and I can feel myself getting there. I can feel myself having that tank fill back up. And whenever that tank feels like it's where I feel like it's at a good place again, maybe then I will be able to then overflow that and guide other people. But um, I just, I answer to myself first. I answer to my, my anxiety and my well-being first. And if, if you're watching this or listening to this right now and you need somebody to give you that permission slip, I'm happy to be that person because I can't do anything in our business if I'm just like a ball of anxiety. And for me, it goes downhill very quickly. So I have to take care of myself as a top priority first. Yeah, so I think the really important thing there is that if you're feeling the same way and maybe you're shoehorning in posting on social right now into your daily life and it just feels uncomfortable and you're at that overflow place, just stop doing it. It is gonna be okay the week, two, three, four, however long we're in this, it's not gonna break your business if you're not posting on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and you should be spending that time elsewhere, whether that's with your family or whatever you're doing. So for us, what that looks like, well, I guess specifically for you, is you've been really heads down on what something we've been excited about for a while, which is a brand new interface and brand for our online course platform. Yeah, so I think everybody's different in how they're using this time. Um, and I will just say as a caveat, we don't have little ones running around. Like we don't have a lot of we have zero responsibility. We don't have a lot We're of... just fully aware of the fact that like we got it good. Yeah, right now. we don't have a lot of distractions. But for me, one thing that has been really helpful and another reason why even as my anxiety levels start to decrease and I feel better, one reason I'm, I'm not even shifting my attention to social right now is because I'm getting so much done with teaching. Yeah. I have gotten, I have made more progress on this one project in this week, the past five days than I have in three months yeah. and it feels so good. And also it just happens to be um, a smart strategic move for us because the sooner we can get this interface updated, the sooner we can get it to development, the sooner we can release it to our customers and the sooner we'll actually, we feel confident we'll see a bump in revenue for that side of the business. Um, so I have just been really giving myself permission to go heads down really deep on one project even though it feels a little bit strange to not do be doing marketing right now and um, all of that stuff. And I do feel like a weird responsibility that our social is just like sitting <laughs> dormant for right now. Um, but every day that I can withstand that discomfort of just like letting it sit, I see how much I get done with teachery and I'm like, okay, this is the discipline that I need right now. This yeah. is where I need to be spending my time and it feels really good. It's also one of those things too where, and we wrote about this in an email to our list of, 
you know, you kind of have two options with your business depending on what you do. But for us, when it comes to online business stuff, it's like you can keep going as you've been going for a while, which can just feel really awkward and incongruent and kind of tone deaf to some degree, to some people, not to everybody. Or you can go into what we call strengthening the foundation and planting seeds for the future. And that's really what you're doing. It's really what you are focusing on. And that's what Teachery, as we talked about in the last episode, is really going to be for us where, and I said this, if you were watching the video last time, if you were listening, I did a very weird hand up and down <laughs> thing. I'm gonna do it again. So it's like Wandering Aimfully is our main income source. Teachery is a lower income source for us. And by the end of this year, we kind of want them to even out or flip a little bit where Teachery becomes more of that because our goal is in 2021, knock on wood, if all kind of comes back around to normal or some sense of normalcy, we want to be traveling. We want to leave the US. We want to travel Europe. We want to be gone for a year or however long. And Teachery will be a more stable business for us to do that and will give us more freedom because it's something where we're not required to show up in a monthly basis and get on live video and do things for our members. Which I know we don't have this on our notes, but just as an We're only allowed to stick to our notes. But well, as an aside to that, what I did wanna say is one thing that I do think it would be smart for business owners to be thinking about right now, seeing how everything is unfolding, is diversifying your income streams. So that is a strategy that we've had from the very beginning of our business because of situations like this. Yep. Because if you're somebody who has a business that is completely dependent upon say the service industry and you just have that one income stream and it's demolished right now, which I have such empathy for. There are people in my family that are affected by that. But that's why from the beginning, we've always said, we are gonna have multiple revenue streams, even if it takes us longer to kind of build those up a little bit, because if one of them somehow gets hit by something that is a curveball that we didn't see, we can shift our attention to the other ones. And this just happened to be a scenario where we were kind of already shifting to Teachery, but yeah. I feel grateful that right now we can be investing time in a revenue stream that hopefully will actually, there will be an increased demand for in the coming yeah. months. Uh, this somewhat segues nicely into my next section that we wanted to talk about. Maybe not, mm, not but really. it's fine. Uh, so my buddy Jeff runs a company called Ugmunk. We've actually been entrepreneurs for about the same amount of time. Uh, it's just a, it's a minimal, well thought of goods company. It's kind of hard to describe because he just no, I think makes. He did a good job. Yeah, he, he just makes things that kind of when you see them, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Thoughtfully designed goods. Minimal goods too, but you know, thoughtfully it's thoughtfully designed minimal yeah. goods. Yeah, there you go, Jeff. We're workshopping this for you. Uh, but one thing I've been barking up a tree with Jeff for many years is I want him to build an online course about how someone can make their own physical product, how they can go through and figure out the prototyping phase, the manufacturing phase, the marketing phase, you know, all of these different things. And it's a perfect example for Jeff where when all of this stuff happened, people are not looking to buy. Thoughtfully designed minimal goods. It's not top of mind. Like Jeff has amazing products, but a t-shirt, a mouse pad, a desk organizer, any of these amazing things, they kind of get pushed to the side. Now, Jeff has an amazing community, so he has people who reach out and, and you know, when he sends an email, he will get sales. But had he had an online course right now, maybe he would have had a surge in sales for that thing. And it's, of course, impossible to know, but at least having the option where your business is not solely reliant on this thing and you do have another option, it's good to have that balance in a time like this. And so I think all that to say is just, if you can figure out something for yourself right now to spend time on, I think it's really helpful. Where that almost was a segue was we, Jeff and I did a Q and A call last week, just a live Q and A, no 
real agenda, just we wanted to just chat with people. And it was a ton of fun. And we've just been finding that in a weird way, we've been more social. We've had more calls with friends and family. We've talked with people more than probably we ever have before. And if that's a silver lining of all of this, it's not a bad one. And yeah. for people who are naturally introverted and we like being in our own home and being in our own bubble and you know not going to a lot of different things and events and whatnot, it's been nice to talk to my mom more and talk to my grandparents more. But it's like the best of both worlds because I can like be in my home, but I can be social. Yeah. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to like do anything. And Just... you had a call with your 94-year-old grandmother. So my 90... FaceTime, my 94-year-old grandmother, she can FaceTime on her iPad. I think these are issued by the assisted living facility. The iPads? I really think they That's are. That's awesome. Um, but for obvious reasons, they are all quarantined in their rooms, which is so tough if you can imagine being a 94-year-old person and like you can't even be social. Um, I was thinking about that though, but I think if you're in your 90s, you just don't care about anything anymore. So if they're like, you're quarantined, you're like, I don't care. 87 I mean, years ago, I was doing stuff yeah. and like now I just, whatever. Maybe a normal 94-year-old, yeah. but... Not all 94-year-olds are a bed account. No, she I know. Is, I'm just saying that I think... Um, delightful. Yeah. She is very with it. So we had a call. I was like, you know, she's probably feeling lonely. And we email back and forth from time to time, but I haven't FaceTimed her ever. And I was like, oh, let's set up a time to FaceTime. And so full-on 45-minute FaceTime with my grandma. And I was like, she is delightful. I was yeah. like, why have I not done this before? Because we had such a good chit chat. Um, she, I could tell she was like probably a little bit pissed because it was her normal bridge time on Mondays. <laughs> and she was kind of like, whatever, I'll take this second best talking to my granddaughter. Um, but it just made me realize, like, like you said, a silver lining is there are maybe things and relationships and people that we didn't realize we were taking for granted in our lives um, because we were all so busy all the time. But hopefully something like this makes us all press pause for a second and go okay, let's let all the chaos kind of settle and ask ourselves what is really important. Like running around and, and you know, running running errands and doing all this stuff. No, like instead right now we have the, the gift of not having to run errands, of not having to go to an office. And so what are the kind of treasures that can bubble up to the surface when we have that pre that um, pause button? I really did some mixing metaphors there, um, <laughs> which is kind of my jam. So I hope it you, worked out. Hope you tracked on that. Yeah. So yeah. But I, yeah, I think that's fun. I, just the other day, I was texting with our good friends Jen and Caleb, and Jen is getting into sourdough uh, baking, as so many people are right now. I think baking is one of those things that is yeah, like baking is really hot. Having right now. a moment, like flour is sold out everywhere. But it's also really interesting. Analog tasks are something that I think a lot of people are finding. I mean, you don't have a lot of other options, and maybe you're getting bored with Netflix like we are. So you try and find these other things. But anyway, Jen like puzzles. Puzzles are having yeah. such a moment. Jen uh, started making sourdough and she was sending sending us photos of it and I was like I want one of those loaves and Caroline's gluten-free so I'm only gonna be the only one who can eat <laughs> Boring. it but Jen was like yeah just come over and get one and like we'll leave it outside for you or whatever and I immediately thought like well I could just bake a batch of cookies and we could barter like we could have like a friend barter and it was this fun kind of entire day that Tell just... Tell the people that you did not touch the... You, you stayed well, six I, feet away I, from our friends. They, I, they, held, I let, they let me hold their newborn baby and I licked... <laughs> Coughed on it. <laughs> licked their newborn baby from top to bottom. That's disgusting. I yeah, did not Yeah, why do did that. you... Where, where did that even go? 
With what? You just you went to well, I just went new, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gross. just went gross. I didn't do anything. No, I I put this actually on Instagram. You can see it. Uh, Barter with friends is a little highlight that I made, so you can see the story of it. But yeah, we stayed uh, six feet away. We exchanged our food items. You hand lettered a little box uh, with the a Zook's little bakery. Zook's bakery. I really logo. tried to make a, a cookie and Zook pun. Like I was like Zookies. Or no, like, I didn't cooks allow it. with the Zooks, and you were like, no. No, you really wanted Zookies so cookies wrote, or cookies with Zookies, and so I was I like, wrote the Zook's bakery. Like, like and it was dumb. great, and it looked great. Was it great? It looked great. Was but anyway, it clever? No, it wasn't. that was a fun aside. Like I don't think we would have done that with our friends had we not been forced into this issue. And again, just trying to find those small silver linings, I think, is important right now because it gets us all through this day by day. Yeah, and it's an and both thing. It's like yes, like there is suffering. Yes, there are is tragedy. Yes, there is. Um, like devastation and people losing businesses and loved ones and all these things and there are silver linings also and yeah. it's just that is to be human is to stir that all in a pot and just like accept all of it so. yeah uh all right so i think we want to kind of end things there and we have uh something a little bit fun today we should have a question of the week i feel oh okay well, what's your question of the week my question of the week is uh, are you how are you? Are you? How are you? That's a difficult way to phrase a question. I, no, I'm just thinking. Yeah, okay. Out loud. <laughs> like Ed Sheeran told me to I'll do. put some Jeopardy music on so we can make it all through this. Do you feel the pressure to show up for your community and or audience? And if so, how are you dealing with that pressure? Are mm. you not posting? Do you feel like you like posting because you feel connected to your community? How are you navigating that? I'm, I'm interested to read. Great. Uh, good good question for everybody. Leave a comment below, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube. And if not, you could email it to us or tweet at us or whatever if you're listening to a podcast. I haven't been on Twitter in weeks, and I highly recommend it. So now we're going to read. Uh, I have two funny tweets. You have one that you remembered, and I'll try and find it so I can put them up on screen so people can see them and enjoy okay. them. Uh, so I'll read mine, then you can do yours, and then I'll finish with one. Okay, so this is just, we're calling this... Quarren tweets. No, we're not. Why? No, we're not. You didn't get, let me have the cookie bun. Okay, in this segment, Quarren tweets. Ugh. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to read you just lighthearted and funny yeah, tweets just... from quarantined life because we all could use a little laugh. And also, some people on Twitter are very clever. Very funny. Uh, all right, this, this first one's great. In an unsettling reversal of my teenage years, I am now yelling at my parents for going out. So good. That is true. And also, how many of you guys are yelling at your parents? Oh my because gosh. My I'm parents just, were- All I did was, I just went and saw everybody at the, the, like the lunch place and like we just, we sat kind of far away from each other. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, like my dad just stopped going to work. He's like, don't worry. We wiped down everything with like Clorox wipes. That's not how it works. Dad, it's not how it works. Dad, yeah. stay at home. All right, what's your, uh, what's yours that you remembered? And I'll try and find it. Oh, it's, um, okay. So this was like back when I was actually checking Twitter. Um, this is like maybe last week. And so I just saw somebody tweet like, um, I see all in your Instagram stories saying day two quarantine, you late and you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> this is when it was supposed so to be good. like day seven or eight yeah. of the like shutdown. He's like, I see you with your day two, you late and you nasty. We so, just, we just walk around yeah. the house saying that to each other. You late and, and you nasty. nasty. Also one that Caroline found a couple weeks ago when the economy was starting to go down is someone just tweeted. Okay, I'll bite. What's a 401k? <laughs> so every that. once in a while, we just say that to okay, each other. I'll bite. All right, this is the one I'm going to finish on. This, one of my favorite accounts, Thoughts of Dog. The human has been working from home the last couple days, and every so often, they let me participate in the video calls. 
All the other humans cheer when they see me. I am the only thing holding their company together. <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, it's it just great. Thoughts of dog is so good. Clocks, but, yeah. you know. A bright spot on Twitter if you need to break up your Twitter, your Twitter thread. Thoughts of dog. Just search for it and you'll find it. All right, I think that's it from us. Uh, in case you were wondering, we've been drinking stress-relieving tea. Mine's throat coat. Oh, you got throat coat? <laughs> yeah, just okay. gotta be proactive. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the stress-relieving tea. Always a good choice. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to this, whether you're on YouTube or listening on a podcast, and we hope you're making it through. We hope uh, it gives you some giggles and yeah. also makes you feel not alone in all of this. And we, again, do not, you know... We do not pretend to have all the answers. We're just sharing with you guys the thoughts that we have, the things that we are navigating as these weeks go by. So. And remember, this is your first pandemic. It's our first pandemic. It's the first one. Okay. It's okay. We're going to answer it.